0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. There used to be something very consistent in the world of investing. We live in cycles, right? What do you mean by that? We could see that a baby costs a lot of money. So when we see, say, a young person like a millennial come out of college, we're like, okay, let's take a look at the cycle. Is there a good job market? Good job market? Yes. Now proceed to the next uh, area, getting a home. Okay, yes. He got a home. So he's renting one. He's paying a landlord. The landlord's like, sweet, I got this kid paying my mortgage. Other people's money. That's how you get rich. And that, so then that kid, he, he's got a college degree. His parents just spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on. They're helping the economy. He he now comes out. He has a job. He now has an apartment. He falls in love. What the world needs now is not another love song. He falls in love. They get they they they're like you're the one. You're the one. No, you're the one. You're the one. I'm gonna put my tag on social media that says. I'm involved with you. Okay, baby. Let's make a baby. And they make a baby. And that baby uh, costs money from zero to 17, just like he did. His parents paid for him from zero to 17. Diapers are not cheap. You start using services like Amazon so you could try to get some sleep instead of going to the grocery store in the middle of the night to get diapers. Ta-da! Apple's there with a new box of them. Not Apple, Amazon. So you can kind of see how it's kind of this cycle, right? Well, part of that cycle is a little bit more bullet shot when the kids are in school. And do you remember being in school and what a magical time it was? Uh, If you had Levi jeans, Wranglers, they were way better than the Sears brand. And they were way, like if you had a polo shirt, that was way better to go to school in than the JCPenney's. I think the JCPenney's one had a crocodile that was upside down and they called it LaCroque. And I'm like, that's not funny. Mom, I got teased at school today for half this shirt. So there was a kind of a magical thing, and that was called back to school. It was a moment where sometimes your parents let you pick your own clothes. It was an annual shopping event. Parents want their children to have a better life than they did, so they would splurge. Some parents are like, well, we had too many babies. We weren't thinking clearly, and we had 18 children, so you're all going to wear hand-me-downs. Not a great back-to-school experience, but then they have more mouths to feed, right? So what's going to happen this year? Yesterday, basically California, most of the coastal cities said, most of the coastal areas where there's a lot of population, San Diego and L.A. early in the day, San Mateo later in the evening, we're not going back to school. No BTS. I think there's a South Korean pop band called BTS. I'm not really sure because I can't possibly stay on top of everything. There is. And I think they speak really cute English, like on the Today Show. Like, that's my knowledge of of BTS. It's not great. I think I've seen them on the Today Show or Saturday Night Live, and they're cute. So back to school is a big thing. Now, we already know Zoom meetings. We saw instantly people were buying shirts and not pants. When they don't have to go into work, you buy shirts and not pants. I'm like... Are you kidding me? What's back to school going to look like? Are this year, are we going to stock up on hand sanitizer and masks? Little Jimmy can't touch your computer. You got to sanitize it when he does. How about at home desks? I've run into this. It's time to do some work and it, you're not going to lay down on a bed and do work. So back to school has a just a freaky deeky twist this year, does it not? I I think it does. And what's sad is what I was trying to say is we get into these patterns and like Christmas is coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. The elections are coming up. Will we spend this much at Christmas? How many masks will you get for Christmas as stocking stuffers? I know you're saying, please, please don't put that thought in people's heads because they're going to do it, Rob. They'll do anything you say. How much little hand sanitizers are going to be in stockings? Mom, thanks for hand sanitizer. I want chocolate. I want candy canes, not hand sanitizer. The average American family spends $696 on back to school. That's a lot of uh, paper clips and binders. That's a lot of pairs of jeans. It helps the economy. and You know what it helps? Obviously, Walmart, Kohl's, Amazon, Target, um, malls <laughs> but now we're doing curbside pickup now we're doing contactless payment in the store shoppers are preparing to spend half this year versus what they did last year on back to school you know I told you last year we spent $696 the expectation this year is 316 <laughs> that's a challenging environment for a retailer the Office Depots, the Staples, publicly traded. The JCPenney's, the Kohl's. That's a rough environment. And again, it begs the question of if back to school is going to look like this. Um, it should be very good for companies like Google who makes Chromebooks. Um, we want our kids to have computers. We don't want them to have super powerful computers that are better than ours because it's kind of like, have ah, the technology in the family, you know what I'm saying. So the supply list is going to be a little bit different and I just bring that up because Wall Street likes predictability. I like predictability. The back half of the year, we always spend more money than the front half. The back half has a lot of travel in it, except for this year. <clears throat> Do Are we going to be traveling home to see Mother on Thanksgiving? <clears throat> or is it too early to tell? Rob Black, you don't tell me I'm not going to go see my mama. I'm just telling you that a lot of people are going to go see their mama. And I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just trying to say it's going to be a different experience. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. There's, um, We're pretty divided as a country right now. We're pretty divided. And what I'm talking about is the anti-mask idiots versus the people who wear masks. I'm with Benioff. Do you remember when there was like Team Conan and Team Leno? When Jay Leno wanted to get The Tonight Show back and people were just trying to figure out who do we like more. I liked Conan O'Brien because he was younger. He was edgier to me. I wanted to see his brand of comedy versus an older man's brand of comedy. So <clears throat> um, you have to pick a side. And remember, now you're picking sides of like anti-mask or pro-masks. I know you're saying, is that a thing? Yes. There was an anti-mask rally at a Florida restaurant where people were told to show up without masks at a restaurant. It's like, like, is that where we are as a nation? Can't we can't we stay in this Black Lives Matter moment a bit longer before we shift to masks and no masks? But anyway, you want to hear another fight that's brewing? Podcast wars. Spotify got into the game. And guess who else just got into the game? A company you haven't heard much about. Sears XM, the satellite company, is getting into podcasts. And they're doing it with the old checkbook, buying their way into shows like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, How Did This Get Made? Comedy Bang Bang. Freakonomics Radio. WTF with Mark Marone. Mark maron He has a comedy special on Netflix. I love the guy, but it's a tough one to get through. His wife just died, and he did it all on the podcast. Brutally honest. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Big webinar Thursday. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Let's talk about the markets, because I just rambled about whatever I ramble about, but I hopefully think I got something across there. Um, It's a role reversal. Have you ever been in a relationship where like maybe one person's dominant and the other person's passive and then like when it changes, you're like, whoa, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. Um, Same thing going on here. Today is a bit of a role reversal. The mega cap tech stocks, The information technology sector, the IT sector, the tech sector, whatever you want to call it, is a laggard today. And there's a rotational trade going on into the rest of the market. I'm not going to lie to you. I made a lot of money in Apple and Microsoft in 2020. question has to come up to my mind of like, do I want to take some of that and spread it and thus do a rotational trade? From my winners to buy some weakness companies that are still good companies. They're just not quite the mega cap tech stock of the year. There she is. Miss mega cap tech stock. No, 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 no. no. But Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Facebook, all lower today. And the rest of the market's holding up pretty well. Uh, we have earnings season. Yay! We're going to learn something, ladies and gentlemen, and you may not like what we learn. But that's how it works. Every 90 days, it's to tell the truth. JP Morgan, they're up on, we like their honesty. We like what they had to say. Citigroup down 1.4%. That's not awful. Now, a company we're overreacting to, we're punishing not only were they bad, but it's like a dog just pooped in the, on the carpet. Now we got to rub their nose in it. Wells Fargo down 5.7%. Now, one of the things Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and J.P. Morgan do is they give the economy blood. They give it money. Whether you're a small business, whether you're an individual, you have a banking relationship if you have a car, you have a banking relationship. If you have a mortgage, you have a banking relationship, right? And these are things that you spend big money on. So, JP Morgan, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo—they they have a good tap of the pulse. You know when a nurse is trying to find your heartbeat, or she's trying to find a good vein that's pumping a lot of blood through so she can put a needle in it and drain your blood like a, a, a ghoulish mosquito. <laughs> she's like, I found one. <laughs> Um, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, they give the blood of the economy money. So Citigroup said something fascinating on a conference call that just happened 10 minutes ago. And I'm getting this information from briefing.com because they're covering it live. They said, Citigroup said on their call that they're expecting loan losses to peak in the middle of 2021. Okay, now you're like, wait, Rob, I've been locked up for four or five months and I haven't been to a job and I haven't shaved, if you know what I'm saying. I'm kind of a hairy recluse, which for the record would be the name of my pretentious band. Harry recluse and the sirens. I know you're saying that's good. That's good. Um, what year is it again, Rob? <laughs> it's 2020. So when Citigroup says loan losses are going to peak in the middle of 2021, we got a long way to go. Now, that doesn't mean that it's safe to go back in the water in the middle of 2021. It's probably safe to go back in the water in the beginning of 2021 because we'll have like two or three quarters of of data that we could say, it looks like they're right. It does look like middle of 2021. Or it looks like they're wrong. We should be in more now. Or it looks like they they got it a little too early. So we, we could have waited a little bit longer. Loan losses are not the end all be all. They're not. I think jobs are much more important. Um, But we're going to be feeling this COVID thing for a while. Get used to it and stop trying to talk your way out of it. Just get used to it. You know the people I hate? Here's the people I hate. I know you're saying, man, it's been a long time since you've given a list of people you hate. Okay, it's the people on Facebook who are like, um, people come to our city and they they vacation here and they, they trash it. And they show a picture of trash. You don't know if it's someone from, uh, who came there to make – you don't know. like People who put posters of trash, just pick it up. That's what my mom taught me to do. Don't put a picture of it and try to shame people into like you're better than them. Fine, you're better than them. Don't tell people what to do. Just pick it up. Be a good citizen. I hate people who bitch and moan about things. I'm thinking of one person in particular who was like, economy didn't have to be this bad. <laughs> It turns into this Republican and Democrat thing. You have no control of it, dude. Just go with it. It's a big wave. It, it's it's. pay attention to what Citigroup's saying on loan losses. Start putting together a case. Like, look at it as a puzzle. Florida reported 9,261 cases on Monday versus 12,277 the day before. 15% positive rate. How is Disney World going to stay open? Again, earlier in the show I talked about there's a movement called the anti-maskers. I know there's – you're like, is that like the anti-vaxxers, like the people who don't want to get vaccines for their children? Yes. We America, we own that one. We could be the dumbest nation in the world. We have anti-maskers. Interesting story out. Massachusetts Attorney General, she's going to sue Uber and Lyft for misclassifying their drivers, does Uber and Lyft have a business model if they have to have employees versus independent contractors? If you're an employee, you potentially get access to health care. If you're an employee, they have to pay your, part of your Social Security. Can Uber and Lyft stay in business if we classify them as employees and not as contractors? I don't know. I, I can say that's, that's not, that's, that would be one flag against Uber and Lyft. And you come up with five flags. Why you like a company, you have the same reasons that you don't like the company. How about the reason I like Uber and Lyft as stocks is that they don't pay their employees much and they give them squat for benefits. Well, what if the government makes them do it? Well, I'd like them a lot less. (laughs) Do you see where I'm going? Sometimes it's the same exact reason why you would sell a company is the opposite of why you would buy it. If you can't write some of the stuff down, you're going too fast. Like, you can get an app now and do a trade and not even think about it. You can get an app and you do horse racing and say, I'm going to bet on the, uh, the, the one with three to five and not know anything. You should never do anything with your money unless you could write it down. Writing it down makes it true. When I was seven or eight years old, I had a crush on a girl named Tracy Burns. And by taking my knife and carving RB plus, you get the idea, into a tree. She hated me, but at least I tried and made it real. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Big webinar Thursday this week. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thank you for listening to the show. I pledge if you listen, I'll try to find something for you to get a little bit smarter about money with. That is as noble as I can be, if that makes any sense. Um, Thursday, there's going to be a webinar. CFP, Chad Burton, and myself are going to do it. Chad and I don't always see eye to eye. I try to be a big picture guy, and he knows all the rules. I'm more of a – we're different. It's a good webinar, in large part because we kind of mix these talents of, you know, his bullet shot expertise and my kind of big picture experience. And that's not saying that he doesn't have big picture experience. It's just kind of a nice blend. You can sign up for the webinar at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It's free. Uh, Space is extremely limited. So we're looking for people who kind of need the information and who are going to show up. So sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's all about retirement, all about income, a little bit about how COVID's affecting things in the short term. One of the things I don't ever want you to do is get too fearful and or get too greedy. It's a premise that I keep coming back to. And that's one of the reasons I say stupid things like you need to write down your, your ideas. If you can't write it down, it's not very real. Now, is it? because I think we all know people and I know one in particular He's just, he's a jerk. It's never his fault. It's always someone else's fault because he doesn't write stuff down and he conveniently remembers what he wants to remember. So learn to write stuff down. I think, uh, it's a big difference maker in being good or being great at investing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We are starting earning season. I like earnings season enormously. It really gives me a perspective on, um, you know, what's happening and and how our companies dealing. So to say that COVID-19 has some positives, I I think it's pushing a lot of technology. It's pulling it forward. And that's one of the reasons big tech did well. I grasp that and I own shares of Google. You know, I forget that I own shares of Google. It's just, it's not very convenient in my head. So every time I talk about Google, in theory, I should tell you I own shares of Google. But I really got to see what Google was made of in the spring, that they've got a they if you ever use Google Docs, you're like, that's an okay alternative to Microsoft. I'd rather have Microsoft Word, but I get Google Docs is free. And why should I pay $120 every time I buy a computer or my computer gets stolen? Why should I continue to buy license this stuff? Oh, I I get all that, right? But Google Docs and again I kind of feel like Google's kind of a poor man's Microsoft on a lot of what they're trying to accomplish. So I don't know if that's totally fair. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, Big webinar coming up. Hopefully we'll get you out and you'll see it on Thursday. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Um, uh, 800-516-1220. Earning season. Wells Fargo is a laggard. I own shares of Wells Fargo. Um, and this is one of the things we're going to talk about. I think we're going to talk about on this week on the webinar are like things like tax losses. I can sell, um, Wells Fargo and buy bank of America and the United States government will let me take a tax loss off some of my gains. So, it's kind of a way of saying, hey, I can sell some Apple and take a gain on it. Um, you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So there's some, there's some tinkering you should be doing in your portfolios right now. If it's a regular account and you can take a loss, you'll pay less federal government taxes. By the way, holy macro! I forgot. Tomorrow is tax day. You know how April 15th is tax day? It's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Tomorrow is it. If you owe money to the United States government, you need to make a payment tomorrow. Otherwise, you get penalized. Penalties are one of the things that drive me crazy. And it's one of the reasons, like, Netflix is live and well. It used to be you'd check out a video and you're in college. And like, let's get a video from Blockbuster and stay at home tonight and cook. If you know what cooking means. It's like the Netflix and chill before there was the Netflix and chill. (laughs) So you go to the video store and on Friday you'd be like, okay, let me get a $5 two-night rental kind of thing. And then you'd forget to return it and that dinner date thing goes from a $5 plus dinner to $10 in fees plus $5 plus dinner. You're like, ah, fees. So whether it's credit cards with ATMs, overdraft, fees are obnoxious. If you have a late payment fee, if you could eliminate fees from your life, penalties, places where you made mistakes, that would probably be a pretty good investment show. Talking about like theories on podcasting. Should they be narrowcast or should they be broadcast? Broad hitting lots of topics or should a podcast be like eliminating fees to become a millionaire? On today's episode of How Rob Makes Millionaires. And the next episode would be about maybe investing in the next episode, but fees are obnoxious. So we learn a lot during this time. Um, banks are teaching us right now a lot during earnings. Um, oh, by the way, Tesla ads are claiming that cars are capable of autonomous driving. Uh, so Tesla's booking ads that, hey, you don't even have to drive. It'll drive it for you. Germany's gone, nein, we will not have that. You cannot say that. I know you're saying that's a pretty good German accent. I know. I've been working on it. Loosely based off the greatest TV show of all time, Hogan's Hero, a comedy show about, oh, a prison camp. (laughs) How did America pull that one off? I just got to know. I just got to know. Oh, it was a lovable German sergeant that we could make fun of for eating strudels. It made the whole prison camp thing go away. Anyhow, I'm digressing. Delta Airlines, earnings season. The banks are kind of cute. I get it. They're, they're blood of the economy. Whether it be First Republic Bank of San Francisco, best performer in the sector, bouncing off its 200-day. You're like San Francisco banking. It's coming back. Bank of America overall 50-day moving average, so it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Citigroup at its 50-day moving average. Wells Fargo weak performer. There is a market of winners and losers in the financials. There's a market of winners and losers. I'd say First Republic Bank of San Francisco looked the best today and Wells Fargo looks the worst. Somewhere in between Citigroup and Bank of America and Morgan Chase. Now, Delta's a good one. Delta's losing $27 million a day. Now, I want the ears to perk up of the people who hate corporate America. Do you still hate them? Do you feel bad for them? Should they fire people or not? Should they just lose $27 million a day forever? And if that happens, will we ever be able to fly Delta again or are they just in the business of losing money? I know you're saying, I remember that one time that I went to buy a ticket for $400 and they raised the price to 450 in like 10 minutes. And I know you hate big companies because of that. There's not a lot of transparency. Like why do the people who buy three months, six months in advance get a cheaper price for a ticket than somebody who's buying one day before? The airlines need to buy fuel. The airlines need to rent planes. They need kind of that cash flow. So the cash burn rate's super important. Management of Delta on the call said that demand growth stalled at present. Company expects to realize daily cash burn to be similar to what we saw in June. They believe that there could be two years or more before we see a sustainable recovery. Okay, now you got me. Delta say in two years... So if you're 18, tw- you'll be 20 in their mind when it's a sustainable recovery. Sustainable, it can continue on its own. It won't need cash infusions. It won't need sales promotions. It'll not It'll be sustainable. Delta said they're going to be a smaller company for the next several years. They retired more than 100 aircraft this year, including the MD-88, the MD-90, the 777, and the 70, 737 fleets. So I don't think that's great news for Boeing. Now, the good news for Boeing is that there will be a sustainable recovery in two years. The bad news is we kind of want the money now. On headcount, this is a critical one. Delta, Delta, Delta. I'm so glad I met you, met you, met you. Um, They said their headcount at Delta, over 17,000 employees, They've had over 17,000 employees voluntarily sign up to leave the company. Goodbye. They've had thousands more signed up for voluntary unpaid leaves and absences into the fall. Now, there's no reason to think that every single job that's lost will get come back by the end of the year. There's no reason to think by the end of next year. They're telling us it's going to be a two-year process. Now, will some jobs be created? Yes. Um, You know, one of the things I've told you is that artists who used to tour, they're desperate. They're desperate because they can't get in in front of you. They can't sell you T-shirts. So one of the things they're going to be doing is hiring people to make media that looks like a concert-like experience. Think of Fortnite. Think of um, big, elaborate, cartoony type of event Um, So there will be some job creation out of nowhere, but there will be some job creation that never comes back, that it just disappears into the ether, Gone. 17,000 employees. That's a big one. And again, this fall is going to be the reckoning for the jobs in the airline. But the sustainable recover where they're adding those jobs back, they're looking at two years. When 17,000 employees leave for them to get back, two years, they're saying, you get the idea, right? I'm trying to set up some expectations for you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. And there's a big webinar Thursday evening. You can still sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Listen to the commercials for a little bit more information about the specifics. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do wildly, wildly appreciate it. Um, I, if you give give me a time commitment of 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, I'm going to do my best to get some knowledge in there that hopefully you can walk away from and say, ah, I learned something about money and I feel a little bit better about where I stand and where my life is going and things along those lines. And again, I'm not really a capitalist pig. And the only reason I can tell you that is I drive an old car. I drive cars until they kind of like, run out i don't go buy new cars um if there's a new car for the family it goes to the spouse it doesn't go to me like i don't care i don't i'm not a materialist like i wear the same pair of jeans often um like i may have two pairs of jeans in my total inventory <laughs> i'm just not that materialistic i've got more than enough money to last me until i die and to last my family well after i die i don't have to do this So what I'm doing is I'm trying to say, hey, let's all get in this together and let's try to get people to retirement and see if we can't come up with kind of a community building show. That's my big concern is uh, I want you to have a happy retirement. Um, Some people want you to have the experiences now. I want you to have the experiences definitely later. And maybe you can pull them up to now, but you get the idea. So when we last left off, I was talking about how retailers are changing the experience. Selling the experience was a big part of it. If, you know, you ever get your haircut and, you know, a little haircut, a little shampoo, like it's an experience. It's kind of nice. Um, I don't have that much hair left, but that'll be something I miss one day. And I know you're saying you're sounding a lot like a, like a, how shall we say, a television um, a version of like a, a housewife. I love going to the spa. <laughs> the experience lululemon doing virtual yoga classes and like last week lululemon's buying a peloton competitor and you're like what is going on if <coughs> excuse me it's kind of like a loss leader it's not a loss leader but some businesses you know get you in like facebook is a good example come to facebook build a community it's a great little service you put all your phone photos on it um, people can, you know, you don't, there's your online storage right there. Boom. And then they nickel and dime you later. So Lululemon trying to do something different. Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, uh, Ulta Beauty, the big cosmetics company. You might know from one of the Kardashians being tied towards a lip packet. <laughs> I know you're saying what's a lip packet. I don't know either. Um, but Lululemon and Nike have been amongst the most prominent retailers to negotiate transition in tough times both had the advantage of going into the crisis with a strong online presence already so lululemon and nike for the last couple years have been building up their website and you might remember a couple years we've talked about like nike selling through amazon but if you go to a nike app now they have things inside their apps like how to find the perfect fitting shoe and like you can take a picture of your foot and it tells you like like whoa They've been thinking ahead on this one because the last thing in the world I want, I don't mind if someone says, come into my salon, and they put up a, a plastic napkin around my neck, and they shampoo my hair, and they touch me, and touch me, and touch my head, and touch my head more, um, but the idea of going and taking off my sock, or putting on my, taking off my shoe, and putting on a shoe, no, 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 right? So Nike's already trying to get in front of that. For years, they've been trying to get in front of that. Yeti Holdings. Do you know what Yeti makes? I love this. Yeti is one of my favorite companies because they make the most awesome kick-butt coolers out there. Someone who boats like a CFP, Chad Burton, probably has a Yeti cooler. Like, he could put one ice cube in there with, like, um, 100 pounds of chicken, and the chicken stays cold. One ice cube? Um, but they, too – have a situation where they're starting to sell their coolers and saying, your stash will stay cooler longer. If you're day tripping away from your home, because we know you're not going to Hawaii, we know you're not flying to Mexico. If you're day tripping, take a cooler with you. Isn't that cool? They've started marketing, encouraging people to take day trips. They have a marketing pitch. And again, I, I've never looked at Yeti as an investment stock. But I love the story. What do they make? Basically, a refrigerator, a portable refrigerator. Haven't we had like coolers of ice for years and years and years? Like, didn't we used to do this with boats somehow? When they didn't have somewhere to plug in on the, on the boat ride over? Haven't they? Hasn't the cooling technology? did he, They're not coming up with like cold 2.0. Well, they actually kind of are. But they're pushing the idea. <clears throat> Of getting out and how they're doing it is they're doing interviews with outdoorsmen, people like cattle ropers and fly fishermen um, who have robust social media presence. So if during the covid, you're like, I'm going to get on YouTube, I'm going to learn how to fly fish because now you have time to learn how to fly fish. And it's always been something kind of interesting to you. Um, It's really funny. I, I, I met a woman and I fell in love with her and. We were talking about all the things we did. Like, oh, I like to read books. Oh, me too. Oh, I like live music and I like puppies. Do you like puppies? I love puppies. And at one point in time, she goes, Yeah, after my last boyfriend didn't work out, I took a fly fishing class because there's a lot of cute guys who like to go outdoors, and I want a cute guy who wants to be outdoors. I was like, Hold on, wait, wait. That was your plan, and you ended up with me. That's not good. But Yeti is now doing – they're getting to the social media. Um, They're trying to get a musician or athlete who used to be their partner. So like you'd see someone like um, Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning would be go, hey, I'm Peyton Manning of the Denver Broncos. You can get this Yeti cooler and come to the Super Bowl and party all day and the Yeti will stay cool and your beer will be awesome. So they've stopped that. And they're going after the cattle ropers. Do you know how to uh, rope a cow? Again, I once dated a girl who said, you know, hey, uh, when things didn't work out with my last boyfriend, I learned how to rope a cow (laughs) because I'm going to rope you in. No, but I like the way Yeti's tinkering. Do we need to see Jennifer Aniston say the Yeti cooler is the greatest cooler ever? Or do we need to see a fisherman out fishing all day in the river doing his fly fishing thing? And boom, he opens a Yeti cooler. That's kind of what the experience that we want to be living right now. We want to be in the great outdoors. Good for changing on the fly. Can you do that? Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Big podcast, webcast, webinar this week. Find out at newfocusfinancial.com.